0: Hello, my geeselings. This is the introduction for Robinson's podcast episode 21 or 22. That is as yet undetermined, but it's with my, my best friend, my lifelong best friend, Graham Winley. Although this is the, the third episode we've recorded, it's the first time or the first one that's actually making it into the Robinson's podcast canon. Uh, because I guess in our first two, that was before I realized I couldn't just say whatever I wanted and expect to at some point in my future be employable. But in this episode, we talked about many things dear to my heart, none of which were particularly deep or philosophical. We mainly talked about our respective post-apocalyptic fantasies. We categorized zombies, talked about dragons and other monsters. And funnily enough, or naturally enough, that's what Graham and I have been talking about for the past, uh, two decades, I guess. Uh, I've known him, I think since we were, I don't know, probably around two years old. From the park by my house and we've been going strong ever since he is the mastermind behind the robinson's podcast logo and the last thing i will say is i feel very strange uh plugging my ice cream eating stream when i'm introducing a podcast episode that involves a an academic or a philosopher and just feels incongruous. But every morning I have been Twitch streaming and YouTube streaming and Instagram streaming uh, my morning pint of ice cream that I have for breakfast. And it's been fun to talk about philosophy or my ice cream or working out or just chatting with whoever's there so if that at all interests you i'm not sure why it would but if it does i will be there so you can follow me at robinson eats on twitch or just my instagram and we can do that so without any further ado a conversation purely about zombies and post-apocalyptic fantasies enjoy But you know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. All right. I will have already mentioned this in my introduction, but better late than never, my best friend, Granwin Lee, international handsome man of mystery with his girlfriend loudly and inconsiderately baking banana bread in the background. That is what it is. It is it is. I asked her to do it, and she acquiesced, so. That's very. I'm I'm happy for you. Okay, thank you. Before before this, we we brainstormed ten things to talk about, so that oh, you're hitting the pipe already. Yeah, dude. you uh, know what it is. What is that? Is that the DMT?
1: Just nicotine. Ah,
0: uh, brainstorm ten things so that we don't lapse into a sort of stasis of not knowing what we're talking about. First thing post-apocalyptic fantasies and the reason that that comes to mind is I, I don't know how much, if at all, we've ever talked about them, Mm -hmm. but do you find yourself post post post-apocalyptic fantasizing often?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And it's always, I mean, it's always, uh, based around like living in an action movie, basically.
0: Oh, really are are yours. Are yours typically zombie oriented? Yeah. yeah okay, because mine it,
1: are never. Oh, really? See, mine frequently are because mine are often like fantasizing about getting to fight and stuff. And I don't want to fight like people, other people scrounging for like food and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, that's not like, yeah, but if it's zombies, <laughs> it's like zombies are like the <laughs> ultimate bad guy that you're allowed to fuck up
0: okay yeah to uh, that fire. is yeah to fight no that's that's not at all my post-apocalyptic fantasy uh mine always started i don't know i first had this fantasy when i was in undergrad mm-hmm. and it was like a very dismal fantasy it was just like okay what happens if i like wake up and everybody's just gone and like i'm just by myself literally everyone yeah, literally everyone's just gone, and the reason it was a dismal fantasy is because <clears throat> I would I realized you know I would just walk outside of my apartment and then realize that all throughout the city of Boston and all throughout the world there are just pets trapped indoors without like anybody <laughs> uh-huh. to feed them and uh-huh. they're just like all gonna die and that was like the the fantasy just like stopped there because I was like very ups- I was like distraught about like how I could operate in this situation.
1: I mean, depending on the. Type of uh, apocalypse? Maybe they got maybe they got some nice um, owner body meat to subsist on for a while, you know?
0: No, that's not that's not what happens. Everybody has just vanished. Okay, and their pets haven't. No, just everybody's vanished. Okay, in this specific, I just wake up, everybody's totally vanished. Wow, but this this fantasy came to. Mature when I was living in Austin, and I think I I was thinking about it in Austin so much because of traffic,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I would just I would just like imagine oh man how what I would do if I woke up and everybody had just vanished, and I thought about this a lot. There there the first thing I would do is I would go well there'd probably be like a what the heck is going on at least. <laughs> yeah. That's it. just go straight <laughs> into like I'm going to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. No. The first thing is, I would go straight to Whole Foods
1: mm-hmm.
0: because, and I think this is this is important. The Grand Canyon. You mentioned the Grand Canyon. The Grand is Canyon gonna be there, there forever. Yeah but frozen food is like gonna last a few days because i don't know if everybody just vanishes i have no idea how long power plants last oh it's just like going out
1: within the day you think yeah
0: yeah okay yeah so i'm going straight there and just opening up the ice cream freezers and maybe bringing like a chair and my computer and while internet is up i'm just going ham on like netflix and ice cream That's, I'm just like gonna, cause you also really probably want to fatten up. Yeah, definitely. Even though there's going to be packaged food around, I, this is like another thing I was thinking about. So I lift weights now because I don't know, I guess I want to be strong, but I also want to feel like I look good. But if you're the only person around and there's no medical attention, you like never want to get injured ever. Yeah. Like if, if you. You don't want to risk oh, yeah, you don't like, breaking heavy an arm or, like, because then you're, you're just screwed. So, pulling your
1: knee or something. Yeah. So, but you also
0: have to be, like, really fat in case you get injured somewhere and, like, maybe you're stranded for, like, a week because you can't walk on your ankle or something. So, it just basins- basically, this is a, a fantasy that gives me license to binge in my fantasy.
1: Nice.
0: I see. Yeah. I see where it's coming mm-hmm. from now. Mm hmm. And then, so I spent a couple of days, maybe a day, depending on how long things last. Well, you know, the freezers might go down, but I probably also want to eat some cake and stuff like that too, because those things are all, I mean, if I'm the only person around, chances are I'm not going to have like delicious ice cream or cake for a long time, unless I move to Alaska and start like harvesting berries and making my own ice cream in the winter.
1: Or you move to Alaska and it's the winter time. And when the heat goes out, all the frozen foods stay frozen.
0: Yeah, I guess my, my fantasy is season agnostic. So perhaps you're right. Perhaps, uh, it start, my fantasy starts in like October when it's already cold in Alaska and I can just like go up there. Yeah. And I mean, something that would ice cream.
1: potentially throw a wrench in your plans is at least in a lot of like Zombie apocalypse movies. The highway is not clear of cars.
0: Well, I've I haven't gotten to that part yet, but I mean, this is just phase one. Phase one is ice cream, mm-hmm. but I've got all sorts of other phases. So, the next phase, I'll just let you guess. What do you think I do after I have the ice cream?
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Fly plane.
0: No, no. Next phase is I drive to the nearest city. I use the internet while the internet is up. I find the nearest city that has a zoo with a baby tiger.
1: And you get a baby tiger.
0: Okay. And then I get a baby tiger. Because people aren't going to be like breeding puppies. Like all animals are going to be feral pretty much immediately. So I want a cool tiger to be with me for the duration of like the next 20 years or something. So I go get a tiger or a lion. I mean... A Siberian tiger would be ideal, but I'm not going to be, I mean, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. I mean, you'd have
1: to make sure that that thing is not going to kill you. How can you be sure of that? Right. It
0: really has to be a baby. I wouldn't want to get like a, a 200 pound toddler, but like a couple week old there, but in Texas, you know, there are more tigers in Texas than the rest of the world combined. Really? Okay. Yeah. Or it's the, I think that's the case, or it's that are wild in the world. It's, it's one of the two of them, but there are tigers all over the place.
1: Yeah. I watched tiger King. I know kind of know the deal. I didn't. It's sad, man. Should I, is you'd it hate like, it. you'd hate it.
0: I would hate it. That it's like yeah. not nice to the animals. Not at all. Okay.
1: Yeah. I would not, I couldn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all, the main yeah, is thing it? is about how bad it is. To them. And, well, the main thing is how it's just crazy dramatic and, like, the dude, the guy called the Tiger King is a character. But a big yeah, part of it is I thought is it was just, all like, about Joe Exotic. Yeah, it is, it it is but a big name. part of it is just, like, how inhumane these tiger zoos are. Okay. like they'll That's Not to set you off, but they'll, like people want to take pictures with baby tigers but they'd have so they always need to have baby tigers but they can't support that many adult tigers so they just kill them after their kids
0: oh really yeah yeah that, that sets me off that, yeah. that like that I find very distressing to hear man yeah. it's bad all right back to my fantasy this is this is too much for me to handle Uh. But we're only talking about my fantasies. I want to. I want to hear all about yours too. Anyway, but one of the next. Fa- so after I have this tiger, I mean, then I then I go to the phase of clearing the roads like of the cars one by one mm-hmm. until I have my arteries. Then basically, I, I this is all when I'm in Austin. But I guess I could do the same thing in San Francisco. Then I find some like super awesome house in Austin, it would have been in Westlake, but here it would just be, I don't know, somewhere in the Hills around San Francisco or Palo Alto or something where somebody has a house that's like some crazy, awesome mansion, but also. Like fully kitted out with solar panels and generators and all sorts of things. And then I just move right in there, get settled. Find yourself a DVD player and some DVDs. Some DVDs, exactly. Go to the library, get all that stuff yeah start building like a I definitely want to get like a little chicken coop and farm going yeah that'd be you'd but that. but there there'd also be so much prepackaged food around that wouldn't be
1: going bad that you'd be pretty safe for a while yeah yeah I mean it, yeah you're post-apocalyptic fantasy you're not you're not fighting other people for supplies no that would make my post-apocalyptic fantasy.
0: A post-apocalyptic dystopian fantasy. And I think at the time that I was having this fantasy, it was like supposed to be a positive thing <laughs> to yeah. be the only
1: person around. Yeah. I don't think I'd be good with being the only person around. I'd just be like, what am I doing? Mm, yeah,
0: I hear you. What so what what do you think of when you think about
1: the zombie fantasy? I mean, it's mostly just I think about how it would be awesome to construct a fully impregnable fortress and just kind of doing that and then it's not even really about living for a super long time after that it's just about making a dope fortress and then going down in a blaze of glory killing a bunch of zombies maybe starting a fortress like getting some people in there starting a little town and then once the town is, are you the king of this town or the mayor? I'm like the, the mayor, the hero. I'm the hero of the town.
0: You know what I mean? There's did you watch the Walking? You didn't watch the Walking Dead though, did you? No,
1: I saw the first few episodes. Let mm. seeing other people live out your dreams. I get it. <laughs> no, Have I, you?
0: It just, considered. Yeah, in this fantasy what type of zombies they are definitely slow but like definitely slow definitely slow not super slow and maybe like like not Shaun of the dead level slow on the spectrum no 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 because no. those are so so slow
1: yeah i mean those you could just like run around a crowd run through a crowd of zombies and probably be fine yeah I'm if thinking that, like, they
0: only were killing you when there was a crowd of them and you couldn't get past them physically
1: yeah I'm thinking a little more dangerous than that, maybe the occasional like dangerous fast zombie, you know what I mean, like okay, so you think there's a blend I'm thinking like, yeah, you know there's yeah, I'm thinking like almost like Resident Evil style, oh, interesting, Where
0: not full, like resident zombies,
1: Evil. yeah, not not like late Resident Evil with all the like ridiculous stuff going on, but like. Like, like
0: monster a... zombies and hybrids and yeah, zombie yeah, yeah. animals and things. I def- definitely
1: zombie animals is something I would not want to come across. I guess
0: I'm not asking if it's something you want to cro- come across, but like what it is that you're fantasizing about in this fantasy.
1: It's more just like a. It's like a war story where I don't feel bad about shootings enemies but so do you don't
0: you it's there isn't a specific type of zombie in the fantasy
1: not so much it's more about the survival and i do think about like where would i go like obviously long term i'm trying to build some sort of fortress i'm trying to get guns i'm trying to stockpile ammunition but in the short term like where's the closest sports store I, i grab like do i grab like hockey pads do i grab like football pads and a baseball bat who knows I keep, are
0: you building this fortress though, from the ground up, or are you no, probably somebody else's place, probably occupying,
1: probably occupying and then adding stuff too. So when I fantasize
0: about things, I like have all the detail. I, so what I was going to say is I have all the details planned out, but I haven't actually, I don't actually consider why everybody has vanished. That's just the starting point, Uh but. I'm take i'm guessing you don't think about why the zombies have arisen
1: no and and another like thing that is not realistic is the population just dwindles you know what i mean it's like i'm in the middle of chicago there's not suddenly three million zombies around me it's like it's late it's start. my fantasy always starts like a few months in there's oh like, really Man, I feel like the, the beginning though, is the most thrilling part. That is, I guess you're right. I'm thinking, I'm thinking more about the amount of zombies to deal with is three months in, but what I'm dealing with is immediately right here, having to figure out where to go, but like if there were a real zombie apocalypse and you're in a metropolitan area, you're, you probably don't want to go anywhere. You probably, I don't even know. You probably can't do anything for a good amount of time. Mm -hmm.
0: This is reminding me of another fantasy. I had uh, dystopian or yeah, so the fantasy that I had was um, it is funny when I think about why I have these fantasies because I do that because of therapy and a lot of my fantasies are because I want to eat more than I can and (laughs) if nobody's around then I feel that I can eat more than I can. And so Mm -hmm. I had this fantasy was when I was at Columbia. And I was thinking, I was, I mean, sitting in my apartment thinking about it, like, what would happen if we all got like a a news flash? like, you know, how in the movies, like every screen, like becomes Mm -hmm. the president giving an address or something, no matter what you're looking at, or when, and it's like, a, a, a asteroid is coming in like six months, and it's gonna destroy everything like Mm -hmm. what I would do in that case. And like my fan, that's how the fantasy starts. And I just think immediately, well, I go get that chicken parm sandwich. That was really good. And then I get like three pints of ice cream and then I just come back here. But as soon as I have that realization, I then realize
1: no one's making you that chicken parm sandwich. Nobody's,
0: nobody's (laughs) making me that chicken parm sandwich. Like (laughs) nobody's going to keep working if we have six months left. It's just immediately going to devolve into pandemonium.
1: Yeah.
0: And then at that point, I was also like, well, I do have 60 pounds of candy in my apartment right now. So I guess I just lock the door and stay here. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I do wonder what it would be like. What would society be like? Would there? you think there would be a lot of like... Would it be like the purge?
0: Yeah, I think that's exactly what it would be. But I also don't think they would tell us that the people at the top would probably just be like okay let's just, let's we, just we all have bil- yeah we all have billions of dollars let's just enjoy these last six months instead of telling everyone and then that's like, true killed immediately money
1: would be worth nothing if there were six months left right huh plus no one would uh they like they might just invest in space programs and like space colonization programs that they couldn't do if all the workers involved knew that they weren't going to get to go. I wonder if we had
0: six months left and they knew the planet was going to end, if they could jerry-rig us something on Mars or the moon. Like, obviously they're not going to get the whole planet there. Right. I just, by us, I mean people. Like if they could get like... 300 people to the moon or 300 people to Mars and start something in six months if they had to probably that'd be pretty cool that's a good that's like a good premise for a movie or a tv show or something I mean similar things have been done but like the first half of the season is, or the like the first season is just they find out they have six months and then like the last episode they're going to this to the moon or something uh-huh as like the earth explodes, you just have to, but if the so earth exploded, exo-stop. the
1: moon would just be like fucked. Yeah, probably. I mean, if an asteroid, I mean, but another thing is an asteroid that could that could end all life on earth would not necessarily have any effect on the moon. Cause it could, it could really just hit the earth so hard that it kicks up dust. It kills. A quarter of the yeah, population yeah. instantly, and then it kills the rest of them over the course of a week yeah. or something.
0: In my mind, though, the the Earth explodes or yeah. like breaks. I mean, then the moon. Is think about yeah,
1: the force that it would take to rend the Earth out of its own like gravitational forces, and just like have its pieces fly across the solar system. Yeah, that would be, that would definitely destroy the moon.
0: But that's also, well, it's not necessarily that it would destroy the moon. It's that then the moon wouldn't be bound by the earth's gravity. And who knows, like what would happen to it? Oh yeah. It could leave
1: the solar system or something.
0: Yeah. And then you don't have like the somewhat stable environment that I just assume it has.
1: Yeah. I wonder what a lunar eclipse would be like on the moon.
0: Well, I don't think that they're, oh, you mean a, no, I don't think it would be a lunar eclipse. That would be interesting.
1: No, the, well, the lunar eclipse is the one that's like reddish. The moon looks reddish, but is that just.
0: Isn't the lunar eclipse the one where the, the moon goes in front of, between us and the
1: sun? No, that's a solar eclipse. Oh, you're right
0: so so like we see a solar eclipse and the moon is so small reddish the moon would be
1: the moon is so small that we see you never really fully lose the sun or maybe you do no i don't think you do but uh, but on the moon the sun would be fully blocked out and you don't have atmosphere diffusing other light to you be interesting Mm -hmm be
0: very interesting all right rewind for a minute to zombies
1: yes okay
0: okay so we talked about the slow the super slow zombies then i i'm just i'm just wanting to consider variable zombies, like the the different types of zombies that could occupy the variable z in the fantasy mm-hmm. so we've got super slow zombies then we've got like walking dead typical like can't run just regular zombies then there are fast zombies a la dawn of the dead
1: i'm thinking like fast can climb zombies yeah fast isn't like not fast is everything person. that's what i'm saying like i'm almost think, dude i'm thinking of it fully in video game format it's like there's a boss level it's like oh we've been dealing with this huge crowd of zombies we built these walls. We're doing pretty good. You gotta, if you gotta make a trip outside, we gotta make sure it's at a certain time of day or whatever. Find out when they're less active, find the best paths to avoid them. But it's like, oh snap, we got 20 climbing zombies coming. Good thing we recruited these snipers. Good thing. Good thing my neighbor on the block was an ex Navy SEAL. And yeah, yeah. Huh. we stockpiled these guns because we gotta have a battle now
0: right what i'm thinking though or what this brings to mind is that it's strange i can't really think of many movies that have climbing zombies even though they exist in video games
1: yeah i do well i always think of in dawn of the dead there was that one zombie that was like i think it didn't have any legs and it was climbing on the ceiling pipes kind of like monkey barring it do you remember that because it just like it like falls down they're in the garage and it just jumps on someone from the ceiling i hear you no
0: that sounds familiar that that seems like it shouldn't ex- that, that zombie shouldn't have been able to do that yeah because then other zombies would have done that but they didn't
1: well I maybe mean, i could argue do you know that. what it, means it to like move, so the bottom half of
0: its weight to brachiate or it's brachy it's latin i think but to brachiate is to move with your arms okay. and gibbons are the most skilled brachiators in the a- mm. animal killed them or it's probably brokie I don't know but I like that word a lot to break cool. or brokie given uh, are... Okay so we've got I believe that I think I slow watched some zombies super slow zombies fast zombies climbing zombies and have you seen there was like a day of the dead that came out when we were in high school and it got like a four stars in the tribune so, it was a pretty decent movie. Day but of the Dead? Are you thinking of, Land watch of the probably it dead? together.
1: Are you thinking of Land of the Dead?
0: Let me Google it. You might be totally right. Is that the one where they get smarter?
1: They get smarter. Yeah, they get smarter. Because remember, yep. they're driving around in a truck and they shoot the fireworks yep. up. Yep, you're yeah. totally right. It's
0: Land of the Dead. So, there's also... I love that. I, I've watched it relatively recently. Mm-hmm. Dawn of the Dead, I just absolutely love that movie. But this one was pretty good. Yeah. In the sense like the zombies just gradually get smarter. And that's that's like a spooky zombie to fill the Z variable. Yeah. Yeah. Well zombies getting
1: guns and stuff is scary.
0: That's true. You think of that like, as a smart zombie or a
1: separate type of zombie? I think of that as a smart zombie. Okay. And then like the final boss zombie would be like the charles xavier zombie who can't control our minds but control all like a army of zombies minds uh, that's like the final organized. boss of
0: this sm- of the smart zombies yeah
1: no that's the final you boss watch- of all the zombies hmm. like somehow somehow once you kill him all the zombies die i don't know then it's then it's like there's no more bosses then it's just like exterminate all the zombies Take the world. Did you see army of the dead? I think you did. Was that the,
0: the Zack Snyder recent one in Vegas? Yeah. Where there's like the zombie
1: baby. I don't think, I don't think the zombie baby's ever born, but there's like pregnant zombies. There's like the King zombie and he's got, Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's got his wife. Yeah. And they kill her while she's pregnant with his zombie baby. Yeah. Yeah. That one was, well, they were smart zombies yeah, and fast zombies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they started smart and fast. Uh, they definitely smarted, started fast. Well, what but it was, that was that one,
1: was... that one guy could create better. So if you were bit by him, you are like a better zombie. You were smarter and faster and stronger. Hmm. One thing that was
0: neat about that movie was it like took place in a zombie multiverse. Did you read about that? Or do you remember that? Like there yeah. were cyborg zombies there are like oh, weird things going on with certain zombies yeah
1: i do remember that because actually there was one thing that i did notice while watching it that i was like that zombie like a zombie
0: gets shot and it has like a terminator eye and like a metallic jaw right. and it's just like out of nowhere and then i saw in interviews that it's like hinted at because it's like a zombie multiverse or something but don't you remember also so like the premise of the movie is these guys are going into Las Vegas, which is contained. And it's the only place in the world that has zombies, mm-hmm. but they're going because somebody hires them to break into a bank vault. And, st- and oh, it's just
1: money. It's just cash. They're getting. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: And when they get to the bank vault, oh, cause they're, they're going to nuke the city. Yeah. Right. When they get to the bank vault, they find like corpses of people that look exactly like them
1: outside of the vault. I do kind of remember that. I definitely didn't. And it's like didn't, they've, they've been there really, before. I didn't really pick in like up on it. like a different multiverse. I didn't really pick up on it when I watched different. it the first time. I thought that it, they were kind of like, they're just like us. And I was like, oh, yeah. I guess this isn't the first team they sent in. I didn't really pick up exactly. on that. Exactly. They're just like us. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, then, okay. So th- those are some zombie varieties. And then you've got, I'm thinking of like... Uh, well, game of thrones, zombies the zombies in game of thrones are super different from others. Zo- so they're super fast, but one thing you watched the last season of game of thrones, where you see a lot of the zombies, right? Yeah. I saw the full last season. One thing that's different about them versus like, game versus like the walking dead zombies is that they don't seem to require musculature or anything to move it's like they can just be a skeleton and they'll like attack you that's a kind of spooky zombie
1: that is a spooky zombie but they had another thing is they're so they're magical in the same way that like a vampire or a werewolf is magical where they have a weakness right because like i don't i don't really remember did they ever kill a white with a normal sword They must. We only see two White Walkers die, right? I'm not talking about White Walkers. I'm talking about like the what those oh W Y or
0: W I G H G. yeah yeah I yeah they must
1: they must because like there's but at the same time I do remember like in their battle at Winterfell they like cover everyone's swords and some no I don't think they can be killed with swords the regular ones i think i think they have to be burned they have to be burned? okay they have to be burned or like killed with dragon glass i remember i do remember right. yeah. that they were like making a bunch of dragon glass weapons and it wasn't yeah. just for killing white walkers it was for killing right. all of them and dragon fire kills them mhm conveniently quite convenient Yeah, those are scary. But Okay, so the the scariest thing about zombies is so much less scary about them, which is if you get bit by a zombie, you're going to turn into a zombie. You think that's the scariest thing about zombies? Yeah. That's interesting. I don't know about scary. I mean, the scariest thing about zombies is that it's dead people coming back to life to try to kill you. But that's like the most... That's like the. I don't even know if that's the scariest thing. What do you think is the scariest? What what's the scariest thing then? I think the scariest
0: thing about zombies is that you like can't kill them typically um, when they're trying to kill you.
1: Yeah, but like.
0: That's like the scariest. The scariest thing to me isn't that it's like a corpse coming at you. It's that if the cor- if the thing is coming at you and you're like shooting it in the chest, it just like continues walking towards you and like you can't stop it.
1: So
0: I shoot in the head. Yeah. But sometimes you only have a sword or
1: a pocket knife.
0: That pocket knife is true.
1: Pocket knife is scary.
0: Well, so the reason that 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 comes to mind for me right now is I'm watching Westworld, which I know you haven't watched, Mm -hmm. but it's in the first season. I don't know what happened so much later it takes place in this like theme park called Westworld. Right. And okay. people pay $40,000 a day to go there, which seems way too cheap given how much tech and like crazy, like operations they have to run to manage this place. Well, that but, was,
1: that was a 2011, I don't know when Westworld came out, but inflation yeah, has but taken us some in ways. The yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh,
0: But the guns in Westworld, if you shoot them at another person, they hit you like a BB or, or something. If you shoot them at a host, the host, it's like a real gun. It like will kill them and blast right through them. Like it doesn't really explain how it works, but maybe like the guns all have two different types of ammunition in them. Hmm. I'm not quite sure, but some of the white of the hosts get. So the hosts will shoot you too, but it doesn't kill you. It just is like a BB and some of the hosts get tinkered with so that their, their shots will kill you, but yours will hit them. Like, but they won't die when you, when you shoot them. Mm -hmm. So, because I mean, they don't suffer from blood loss the way that we do. So it's like, you can just keep shooting at them, but they'll just like, keep coming towards you. And And they will be normal bullets. Yeah. And but that's kind of zombie like in a way, and I realized how horrifying that is.
1: Yeah, but I feel like if I have like a baseball bat, I just gotta get a baseball bat.
0: I get it. I mean, okay,
1: I mean, oh, it's scary, it's very scary. No, but definitely the worst part is like for me, tussling with a zombie. And I have a baseball bat. The scariest part to me is not, can I kill this zombie? Cause I like, I can kill this zombie with a baseball bat. Anymore. The scariest thing is if it gets anywhere near me and gets any sort of Nick on me, I'm like, I'm dead. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: no, I, I hear that. That does change things for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. So smart zombies. Slow zombies, fast zombies, medium zombies, climbing zombies. One other type of zombie that we haven't mentioned so far is just the zombie that is just an undead version of the person. Like you just rise up from the dead and it's you, you and like you're just, you just can't you be just killed. Normal? Yeah. Well, maybe you're slightly evil. I'm thinking of like a death knight in warcraft mm-hmm. like arthas is just undead but he's he's still him he's just the evil version corrupted by the lich king
1: yeah man imagine if there was a zombie apocalypse and we're like how did this happen it's not even like it's not even full it's kind of like it's a huge problem but it's not like 90 percent of the world has been turned into zombies it's like 10 percent, and we're like what the hell happened like it's still out of control. We don't know. It's obviously zombies are crazy and it's super infectious. So like, it looks like it could be 90%, but it's slow moving. And we're just like, where did this originate? And then like a portal opens up somewhere. And out steps like a death Knight at a squadron of like straight up skeletons, not even zombies, just like skeletons. And they're like, these are our people. I don't even know. They, I don't even know in this scenario, did they start it themselves? Did they just come out of somewhere and be like we wanted to be in a zombie world? But I would love I would love a crossover between a zombie movie and like a Living Dead movie. I'm not sure.
0: Well, I mean, when you when I thought you were going to say a zombie movie, like a contemporary zombie movie, and then. Like a warcraft type movie then I. that's understand, what i mean that's I basically understand. what i mean like a, like an army of okay. the dead
1: an army of the dead crossover with zombies and they're like i don't even know if they'd be the same thing because our zombies if a, a skeleton wouldn't be reanimated right right i wonder it's when it's gotta that be magical changed. zombies i wonder when that changed because originally is- like you see old movies I feel like the first zombies in old movies, someone would be in a graveyard and like skeleton hands would shoot up from the graves. Yeah, I hear what you're saying.
0: Yeah, I also wonder when that changed. Maybe it changed when zombies were not magical and they became like a viral thing. So you had to be sort of living. I wonder wonder what
1: the first thing to do that was.
0: Yeah. History of zombies would be a cool thing to study up on. Yeah, I mean, for a day. Yeah, for a day. What are the alternatives for how zombie apocalypse can start? I mean, the ones that come to mind right off the bat for me are some sort of magical thing. Like in Game of Thrones, the Mm -hmm. White Walkers just have magic. Uh, Then this one, I don't think is the case. But in Dawn of the Dead, there's like a clip where maybe it's the intro, but... I don't think so. Somebody's preaching over TV that like we're being punished for our sins and the gates to hell have closed. And I like that mm-hmm. idea that the gates yeah. to hell just close and so everybody has Yeah. They, but then that solid. doesn't really explain why if you get bit you become a zombie. And then the third yeah. one is obviously the the virus. Yeah.
1: Man, another scary one was twenty eight days later. Another scary zombie movie. Yeah. Cause they're super fast. They're actually, they're not zombies, right? They're very fast. And then I know they're like, even beyond the getting bit. I remember they're like, did you get any of their blood in your eyes or your mouth? And then, cause like, that's what I was saying when you said pocket knife, just having a pocket knife against those guys, you'd be screwed. There's, there'd be no way that she'd survive. Right. Can you think of any
0: other ways that zombie apocalypses start other than those three ways.
1: Um, no, but there's also like, no, no. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. The virus is definitely the scariest to me, although the gates to hell being closed, I don't even know what that means. So maybe I could be more scared of that.
0: Do you think zombies are the best monsters? I The reason that I ask this is I was just thinking, so I was listening to a, a podcast I recorded with Demetrios uh, that's coming out on Thursday. And we were eating ice cream. And I had this uh, Ben and Jerry's Oat cherry crumble thing. Mm -hmm. oat cherry crumble ice cream. And the oats were mixed with the, the oats were like ground into the ice cream. It wasn't like an oatmeal cookie sort of thing or a swirl. And I found that really disappointing. It was pretty, it was okay, but it didn't add like the oats didn't add any texture to it. Mm -hmm. And I said that I wanted like rich veins of oat, like in this ice cream, such rich veins that like I would be, if I were a dwarf, I would be mining through them and I would mine. So I would delve so deep that I might find a Balrog in there. And nice. then I was thinking, man, Balrogs are such great monsters. I haven't, are they, have you watched the new Lord of the Rings show?
1: No, I started the first episode and then fell asleep. It was great. It, no, it wasn't because it was bad. It was because I was super tired and I think I watched it. By the first night back from my trip to California, I was just like, it was my first night alone in a while. Yeah. Tough, man. <laughs> but, uh, no, but I'm just like at home, I was like, what do I do now? I guess I'll fall asleep watching Lord of the Rings. It was, um, have you started watching it at all?
0: No, I'm I'm going to, I might start once I'm done with this season of House of the Dragon.
1: Yeah. It feels like it has potential, but I'm not sure. It it definitely wasn't immediately. I haven't watched it again since, and that was a week ago. So to let you know that it
0: didn't. I'm have any pretty sure. I, I haven't read. You haven't read the Silmarillion either, have you? No, I started
1: it as a kid. But oh really? Well, for those either. who
0: don't know, I think it's like a. It's almost like a history book or a book of tales that J.K. Tolkien write, wrote. J.R.R. Place. Tolkien. What did I say? You said JK. JK Tolkien. Uh, JK. That JK Rowling wrote. Uh, uh, that Tolkien wrote in the Lord of the Rings universe. And I'm pretty sure that at some point in the past, Balrogs rode, there were like tons of them, and they rode around on, on worms. So like dragons. Worms with a Y? Yeah. And they like fought a war against the elves. And I'm hoping that that happens in this show. That'd be very cool.
1: I don't think so. I feel like that's Sauron. I feel like the 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 show. Oh, he is? Yeah. Do you see his face? I mean, I don't know. I'm not very far.
0: Well, I mean, I wonder if he's only ever depicted wearing that mask, which is badass, of course. But I feel like showing his face would detract from his mystique uh, presence yeah. yeah
1: yeah so man i actually that reminded me of something that i read uh just on twitter so maybe it was totally made up but it sounded like the person who knew what they were talking about apparently in lord of the rings like the whole duration of the story of lord of the rings sauron is back he's like a physical dude but he's just not at full power. So he just never shows himself the whole time. He was somewhere in Mordor hanging out. And then you didn't think that I thought that he was just kind of this. I thought that I was him.
0: Huh? No, I think I probably thought that as well. I kind of had the sense he was like Voldemort when Voldemort's ethereal.
1: Yeah, exactly. I thought of him as like this ethereal evil that, I did, yeah, I basically thought the eye was his, the culmination of his physical form, but apparently that was not the case. Hmm. But How yeah, do you feel about? Go ahead. I was going to say so in Lord of the Rings, basically, it's the elves. Sauron is one of their, one of their like big enemies, and they chase him to Middle Earth basically to hunt him down.
0: Oh really? In the show, yeah. So the elves have the elves just arrived when the show begins.
1: They have. Well, it starts before they've arrived. Oh really? There, it's it starts with a oh. little. It's it's probably only five ten minutes before they've arrived, and then it's like a huge time jump. Oh okay, but
0: like a a huge time jump to the point where they're close to the Lord of the Rings
1: no but i mean i couldn't tell honestly so it starts. the main character so far is galadriel Kate blanchett's character and hey. it starts out with her as a kid who i don't know if she's a 70 year old kid or whatever but it starts out with she's a kid and then it goes to she's a I don't know how old she is. She looks young because the elves look young, but she's like a commander or something of a unit of elves. She's a pretty big deal. So I don't know if it was even, I don't know if it was a hundred year time skip, a 40 year time skip, or if we've gone from a thousand years ago to 300 years ago. Totally say. Although how, how how long before the Lord of the Rings happened was like the Isildur stuff.
0: I don't know. Hmm. How do you feel about dragons? In general. Yeah, in general, I feel like they're very overrated.
1: I. I kind of like when they're, when they're, high, when they're like. The most magical of magical creatures and like, okay, they're like intelligent.
0: Yeah. So there are dragons that I like, like, I like the idea of smog mm-hmm. smog, like where they're, they're just like these big creatures, like that guard treasure and stuff, or, but they're really smart or in Warcraft the the huge dragon is named Deathwing, right?
1: hmm
0: yeah like there's that trailer where the the cinematic trailer i've never played the game but where they have this huge like mine essentially and there are i don't know thousands upon thousands of people working in it and then you like it, it, the camera like zooms down into the mind at least as i recall it and you discover that they're actually just like chaining down and like keeping chained down this massive dragon mm-hmm. but then he breaks free and, like, it leaves in this huge explosion of lava. And he's, like, I don't know, as big as, like, a thousand elephants. And yeah. he's just, like, basically changing the wind with how big he is. And he's smart. And, and he's smart. So that makes him super cool. He's just, like, the great and terrible. Yeah. The great I, and the terrible. Yeah. I like that. But I don't like when dragons are just big, fire-breathing lizards. Then they're just uninteresting. Oh, yeah. Like the Game of Thrones dragons, I don't
1: particularly care for at all.
0: Yeah, they well, work in that show. They do because Game of
1: Thrones has way lower stakes magic. Not lower stakes, but it has like right. less powerful magic. Right, less straightforward magic for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: But I like Aragon type dragons where. You they just like become your best friend and they just yeah. enable you to I mean, fly. Even by really being cool around things.
1: them, it just makes you more powerful. Yeah, that's good too. Yeah, yeah, they're like legendary creatures of enchantment, and like, I, yeah, that's. That I was, like when they're one of those things where it's like, oh, when the last dragon died a hundred years ago, that's when magic left our world. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I like that type of dragon i feel like the
0: lamest creature is a kraken just the because lamest? it's it's basically just a giant squid except in the wrath of the titans movie the kraken kraken is like this when he's release the kraken yeah, it's just like some huge monstrous isn't like it kind of shaped like a guy creature. doesn't it have hands it might but it has like a dragonish head oh uh.
1: Dude, I watched this. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I watched this movie. It was an animated movie. I probably watched it two months ago, and it starts out really awesome. And it's like it's telling this story of like, oh, there was Captain. I can't even remember his name. But there's like this badass captain, and he's on the sea and the whole purpose of like the sea marauders is they fight these see they fight sea monsters basically and he they fight a sea monster in the beginning and it's really scary looking it's awesome it's super badass he uh they're fighting and they're trying to do whatever damage they can to it and then finally he pulls he has above his captain's cabin he has this giant spear Mounted and he just grabs it and eventually just stabs it right in the heart. And it's like, this thing is the size of a blue whale and it's awesome. And then he, the whole time he's like, Oh yeah, but I've got to get like the red, the, the red horn or something like that. And it's, this like, is
0: a movie and I don't know about it.
1: it yeah, dude, it was actually pretty good, hmm. but he's like, I got to get the red, the, it was the red something, the red eel, something like that, that, took my eye or whatever and killed my father and every generation of my family has been trying to kill it and you're like this thing is going to be super awesome and then when you finally see it it's like a little too because you had already seen a one monster that was pretty scary it's a little too disney looking and you're like what's going on here and then you very quickly come to realize that it's like the moral of the story is the monsters aren't bad, uh, but it stunk. It stunk no, as soon really as as soon stunk. as I saw it, and it like had eyelashes. I was like, "Wait a second, this this story, <laughs> <laughs> this story isn't going where I want it to go." If
0: it has eyelashes, it's got to be a good guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's too cute.
0: In Malazan, which I I've like tried to get you to read, but. Have never been successful in doing so. Yeah. It's for those who haven't heard of it, and most people haven't, I don't think it's basically just the biggest fantasy universe that there is uh, in print, at least. Uh, I mean, the word count just totally dwarfs uh, Game of Thrones or even like The Wheel of Time, particularly because there are two authors doing it. So the world itself is also really huge. There are all these different continents and different storylines going on, but there's one place I believe the continent is called Coralry, but I could be mistaken. And there's this one coast where at all hours of the day, like, I don't, I think it's just like a pretty maybe like a mile stretch of coast. I don't recall, but it's called like the storm wall. Uh And it's just this like really tall, multi-tiered wall. And at all times, these like monsters, nobody really knows what they are. They're called like the storm riders, but they like are just people that like ride the waves into this wall. And they're sort of made of ice and have weapons of ice and they're super cold and just prison prisoners from everywhere get like sent there to defend the wall and they have no idea what they're doing they're just chained there and they just like have to like for eternity like fight these ice monsters crashing against the wall that sounds crazy are they
1: are all the prisoners atop the wall yeah
0: so if you think of it it's like steps Almost, they're all like standing, they're like chained to the steps at various levels. Nice. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Ice monsters,
1: yeah. uh, Dude, your explanations of Malazan to me, they're almost, all of them are like too epic. It's like, there's (laughs) no semblance of a story. It's just all these, these collections of ridiculous legends that they, I'm not gonna lie, it's not that they sound uncool to me. But it does not have very much draw. It's it's not something where I'm like, oh, what's going to happen? I'm kind of like, okay, right. just getting your little excerpts of there's a crazy wall that these ice monsters <laughs> attack and prisoners have been defending it from time immemorial.
0: I hear you. It's very different from Game of Thrones in that with Game of Thrones, you're like, what is going to happen to this character next? Yeah. And you're really plot focused where when I'm reading Malazan, it's not, there are characters that I care about. You hear me talk about Karsa Orlong a lot, but, uh, most of what's cool is just watching the world get built. And yeah. cause like you get curious about like what, like for lack of a better word, like what the physics is of their world, Yeah, like why all this magic is possible, who the gods are, um, like what's going on in this land what's that guy's history because it's all, it's all very cool in that sense. But yeah, it's, it's really tough to read. I'm going to try to have the authors on the podcast at some point. Oh, that'd be
1: awesome. Yeah. If you have the authors on the podcast, I'll read one. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, well then I'll definitely get them on.
1: Yeah. Okay. Do it. That is, so how is, are you familiar with the term power scaling?
0: I can imagine what it means.
1: It's basically, uh,
0: here's what I think of it. I think of it in like a video game, like Starcraft, you have various units like that are at different levels of strength.
1: Yeah. So, well, so the term in this, in the sense that I'm using it is usually like, if you have all these, so from what I gather from your explanations of Malazan, A lot of these different characters and places, they never really come to, they don't all come to meet each other. They do. Oh, they they all do. Okay. I guess that kind of answers my question then, but my question was going to be basically are when you have these fantastically strong characters, this guy destroys an army of 10,000 by himself and. When he comes to meet like another, we should for that. Yeah, when he comes to meet another character, is it like? Do, basically, do they screw up like that? This guy should be this powerful. No, but
0: he... it, it's all like makes it all works out. They do a really good job of that.
1: Oh, that's cool. Then
0: people are constantly getting stronger, and we basically like one of the subplots, or I don't know if you want to call it a subplot, but people become gods like the more valiant the things that they do uh-huh. they like come closer and closer to godhood which is called becoming an ascendant so characters like will just get they'll like start to glow or something or they'll just like start getting stronger for like no apparent reason could these characters uh, beat goku
1: no way what level what goku could they beat? like could they be beat- Kid Goku, could they be fight, could they be pre-super saiyan Goku?
0: I don't know. Uh that's a hard question to ask cuz I know that Goku fights like wizards at some points and I can't I don't really know how he like Majin Buu is a wizard. Yeah, he does match. And I things. can't really think about how he would fight a, somebody would like outsmart Goku or something. Yeah. Or One, I I don't know, maybe this is an ex a deus ex machina, but there are these. So not only are there all these continents in males but there are multiple universes Uh and they're, they're linked by these houses and you can like walk into a house and like another door basically will open to another house in a different world Mm -hmm. and the yards of these houses are, they like protect the house. And if you step into the yard, it like vines come out and like grab you and pull you deep okay, under the earth and like anybody can get trapped. And if they get trapped, they can like never get out no matter how powerful they are. So if there's a character that's like too powerful, somehow the authors maybe will like find a way to get them into like one of these houses. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, interesting.
0: But one thing that I like about it is, like, uh, in the real world, there is totally a ceiling to how good you can get at like fighting. Uh Like the like the best UFC fighter in the world might not be able to take out eight guys if they all swarm him at the same time. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. But in fantasy type things, not game of thrones, but like Malazan, if you keep training or it's like Naruto, if you keep training, you just like, keep getting better and better. And there's no ceiling until the point where like, if you've trained this much and you're that skilled, then you can defeat an army of 10,000 people.
1: That's awesome. I, uh, I can't imagine there's really no situation to me where one person defeating an army of 10,000 people seems that cool i mean obviously it's kind of cool but it's like is it just it, it just has to be really slow and that's not he just yeah is it really slow or does he do it with the flick of his wrist you know what i mean right and if it's really slow every single person who's about to fight him is just like oh man I know I'm just gonna get killed by this guy. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, my hopefully three thousand more of my buddies, and he starts getting tired. Hmm. Yeah.
0: All right, we have successfully gone through post-apocalyptic fantasies, zombie and zombie movies. Number two, I'm gonna consider this also best monsters from movies, comics, etc. Somehow we didn't get to men building shit or crazy animal facts or xeno and philosophy of space and time but that'll Uh, just have to wait until next time i'm gonna call this a success awesome so uh thanks for joining me on our first publishable episode of robinson podcast with graham winley
1: dude i do wanna i do there was something that i brought up before that i do want to talk about real quick is the um escape velocity thing that i mentioned yeah, yeah, sure. People were talking about... And I was just reading this on Reddit, so I don't know exactly how true it is. But apparently, most of the what we consider to be um, planets that are conducive to life are like super-Earths. In other words, they're much bigger and the gravity is much stronger. And apparently... Like even... the planets we've detected that seem to be conducive yeah. to life? Yeah. And apparently... We do not have the technology currently to send something into space from those planets.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, because we don't have a propellant that can move yeah. something heavy fast enough.
1: Yeah, That's or so, I mean, I, I honestly don't really. It, like, it seems like we should just be able to. Also, people were talking about the people that were saying this were saying it with their chest very very uh sure of themselves but then other people were mentioning like with with stronger gravity that means denser atmosphere and denser denser atmosphere means that you can have more stable um atmospheric flight like with planes and wings and propellers and why wouldn't we just be able to have like uh avengers shield style flying aircraft carrier and launch from there but i don't know there was a lot of there was a lot of discussion going on that i didn't get to the end of
0: i also feel like the the thicker the atmosphere well i don't know i was going to say and i don't know any physics really but like you when you're in space if you kick out your legs you don't move because you have nothing to push off of. Right. If you're on earth and you kick off your legs, you jump because you have something to push off of. Yeah. And I would think that the denser the atmosphere, the more you have to sort of push off of, so you get more bang for your buck from your fuel. But, yeah, then but you're also the problem, I guess, it. is you're pushing against more. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I really don't know what the trade-off is there, um, physics-wise. I'm guessing, I mean, I don't know. Also, but the whole thing with propellant, like rocket, rocket, uh, fuel. You're not, that's why you can fly in space is because you're not pushing off of anything. You're put, what you're pushing off of is your own propellant.
0: Well, I think that once they're in space, maybe I'm totally wrong here, but I feel like once they're in space i gotta be wrong here they turn the engines off but no that's got to be wrong because they they yeah that's got to be
1: wrong you've got to escape like the gravity well or something like that but yeah i mean dude now that i'm thinking about it if i mean if you can am i right in thinking that a space shuttle no i'm totally wrong thinking that the space shuttle that was on the back of the plane they were just moving the space shuttle to where it needed to go you know that like have you ever seen a picture of that there's a space shuttle strapped to the back of a plane yeah is that just transporting the space shuttle that's not the shuttle doesn't then take no, off No, it
0: never takes off from the air
1: okay we'd have to figure out some well, way to do that because if you could if the if what people were saying about the denser atmosphere. Meaning that it would be actually easier to fly a plane.
0: Why is this like a concern? Shouldn't it be more of a concern to get there than.
1: Well, no. Okay, so the lens an that I found. I found it an interesting problem, but the lens that people were looking at it from is this could be why. Um, Creatures haven't come. Why, yeah, why we've never encountered extraterrestrial life yeah. is because it's My so idea difficult is that for that... someone else. Together. that's just dumb. Yeah, because if they, they have the technology to just, get
0: here from there, they can get off the planet.
1: Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, the people are bringing that up. in that and the thread that I was reading, they're like, well, this particular planet that we're having this this discussion, because of is six light years away. And if we're able to get six light years in the span of a human life, a human life, then you can probably get off this planet, too which sounds pretty wait. How far did you say it was six light years
0: from us? Yeah, that's not that far. I mean, that's far. (laughs) I mean, it's very far, but it's like not in the next galaxy far. Yeah, I
1: guess it's cosmically speaking. It's a neighbor. It's a neighbor. It's in the neighborhood. It's in the neighborhood.
0: (sighs) All right. Thanks, Doug. All right, man. Have a good one. I have recorded this about 10 times because I'm just so bad at asking for help. But if you could like, subscribe, comment on whatever medium you're consuming this nascent fledgling podcast on, that would be so helpful because the best thing for helping me grow this podcast at this point is making it at least appear that I have an audience. So thank you for listening and thank you for supporting me.